episode. Whoa, I cut out a little bit, but it's okay. We're here at uh, Z Hollywood. We've got Geekscape coming at you guys for the next 50 uh, or so minutes. If you guys are longtime Geekscapists, you know what this is about. We're going to talk genre stuff, movies, video games, comics, television, on the road to San Diego Comic-Con this summer where you can find us at booth 3919. And uh, maybe we'll have some friends there promoting, doing some signings. And, of course, you can go pick up a little Geekscape t-shirt and be a walking billboard for us there in the uh, streets of San Diego. So uh, as we make our road to Comic-Con, this is a pretty good place to start. Um, I want to introduce my co-host, Kenny Craig. Hello, Jotham. He's here. He loves talking movies, video games, and comic books. Um, And, of course, we always have guest co-hosts every week. Uh, And this week is no different. We have our good friend, David Dean Boutrell. I was close. It's Botrell. Botrell. <laughs> uh, who's been on the show before, so I, sh- I, I should have said Botrell. Our good friend, I, uh, I David just, I, I, Jonathan. Uh, it needed Sam? a little. It needed David a little. David Hyde Pierce. needed a David little chutzpah. It needed a little thing. It needed a little, you know, it needed a little French Quarter yeah, going on. Yeah, yeah, Botrell. Yeah, that's right. Perfect. I looked at him and I was like, this is a man of distinction. What can tell Botrell is like. A real yeah, big whatever. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, this man. This man, some Botrell. Uh, yeah, David Dean Botrell is back. He's got SciFest LA, which is the big uh, theater thing. Uh, he was here last year, you guys remember? Shake it out, shake out those memories. Uh, he was here with Tim Russ from uh, Star Trek, and they were talking about this, uh, I guess it's a month-long celebration of science fiction, but theatrically, mm. uh, at the Acme Theater on La Brea here in Los Angeles. So if you're in Los Angeles, definitely check it out. I went to uh, one of the nights, and I was completely blown away by it. Um, it's like five or six mini plays, and they all have pretty marquee talent uh, behind them and in them. And I know I had a blast. And here is the real litmus test. I brought my wife, who enjoys science fiction. Um, neither of us are big theater goers, and we were like, "Hey, they came on Geekscape. They right. promoted it. I love Zach Gruber, the person who, uh, who was uh, the PR person." I said, "Let's go." Uh, our friends, uh, a lot of Geekscape ex Geekscape guests were in it, so we went. And we had a blast, and she had a blast. Whoa. It totally won her over. Um, I had a lot of fun, and it was a mix of, um, you know, comedy, some horror, some existentialism. Uh, it, really got the, it really got the little gray matter moving up there, like any good sci-fi, but also taught us a little bit about ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and it's back. So uh, David's back on the show, but also Jack Kenny's here. Who's directing one of the shows this year? I am, and, and co-wrote. And co-wrote, and co-wrote one of the it. Shows. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you guys may know him from uh, shows like Book of Daniel. He was the uh, showrunner on Warehouse 13, and he's done some writing on one of my favorite shows. It is one of my favorite shows. Is uh, Falling Skies. Yeah, same here. You know, so uh, you great guys show. Are on the show. Well, well, listen, you guys are back for the third year of SciFest. We are. We couldn't. Get, we we didn't get enough in the first two years, David, so we're back David for year barely, three. He's barely standing. David I am. Is barely I was up standing. Until three o'clock in the morning last night, <laughs> sending emails that I should have sent two weeks ago. I thought this thing was going to kill him last year. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and look at me. I also remember telling Dave, like, "Hey, for those people who love science fiction but maybe aren't in LA, like, is there any chance that they can experience SciFest?" And he and he's like, "Well, not long after he's on Geekscape, we find out about SciFest London." What? And all these different expansions. SciFest London. London. Let's talk about that for a second. SciFest London did happen, but before it happened, they decided they wanted their own name. What is that about? It's like Jonathan London. He wants his own goddamn last name. Yeah. Yeah. Or or is this just happening at your house? It's just the (laughs) SciFest London 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 residence. If if I'm the guy who renames it, it's London. I just take the O and I turn it into a 
you know, mm. right, Mr. Boutreau? Is there any tell day yes, or anything yeah, yeah, on yeah. there as well? Yeah. So anyway, so they did their thing, and we're doing ours in L.A. And if you're anywhere in Southern California, come and see us because we're about to open on May 5th. Well, do, do you want any, uh, you know, any chance that maybe uh, we do like a, like a Edinburgh festival sci-fest version and uh, maybe start encroaching on that territory yeah, to the south well, you know that's been talked about the problem is we are so big right. it's like a big circus you hear that so, london <laughs> yeah that's right man take uh, that exactly so it, it's kind of a big show to take on the road because we sure. got like 45 between 45 and 60 actors in it mm-hmm. i mean it's kind of it, it really is a festival right. in the same way that sundance is a festival or that you know you name pick one tribeca is a festival or uh south by southwest wow, this just and we're not on doable. that scale at all but <laughs> but, but we're getting there like a lack of motivation right. what are you talking about you <laughs> well, you know what i'm hearing a lot, a lot of camp. big trucks i'm hearing a lot a of excuses buses. sir yeah not uh, a lot of solutions well i mean till then you guys just have to come to la Obviously, if you guys come to LA, you can sit and watch a Geekscape, and then maybe that following weekend, you guys can go down to the Acme Theater and watch these plays. Um, how, how, how has this thing grown in a year? Because you were here last year. How, like, what would you say are the major changes? A couple this of ways. Year? Yeah, a couple of ways. One of them is just the the scope of the shows. Each year, the shows get better. Like the scripts get better. We last year we sort of wished upon a star for for more shows that really kind of challenged us and pushed us, <laughs> and our our wish was answered. And so, uh, how many scripts like did you get last year? Remember that we got like about six hundred yeah. last year for and ten for 12? ten slots. Yeah. Ten slots. Yeah, yeah. So uh, something similar came at us this year, but we got some really wonderful material and all of which like demands like creatures and special effects and all kinds of things that we didn't have to do as much of last Mm -hmm. year. So we have definitely pushed that whole envelope forward a little bit, which is pretty exciting for us. And it's been also really challenging because we're a small operation, but we pride ourselves on doing really good work. You guys had a, a one of them last year that was amazing. I thought it was one of the coolest. Sh- it would have made an amazing short film. I think all of them would have made an a short, uh, amazing short film. One of them films. was turned into an amazing yeah, short yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. The, the one with the, like, it's it's these tourists, and they pull off to the side of, like, the oh, yeah. desert out in, like, middle of nowhere. Right. But there's been an alien crash landing, and the aliens are there. And it's like, oh, we just want to see the aliens. Yeah. And these uh, kind of backwoods people. It's a desert. Hills have eyes almost. Got it. They would have bred with the Hills have eyes people. They would have actually helped the gene pool, but uh, they're they're like an extension from the Hills have eyes. And they're running this come see the alien thing out in the desert. Mm -hmm. And the tourists are being led. And I don't want to spoil for you, but it was awesome because you guys built an alien. I know. And the little you're watching it and the whole you you, you put yourself in the in the shoes of these people. And you're like, okay, well, I'm not a tourist, but I get it. I get the narrative. I want to see the damn alien, too. And then you get to see the alien, and I thought it was pretty impressive. Thank you. Thanks. That was one of those things where when that play wound up on the table and we said, well, we want to produce this, that was the first question is like, well, who's going to build this alien? And then we thought, we're in Los Angeles. Yeah. Someone will know Everyone how to build this. Everyone can do yeah. it. And uh, the woman Most who designed of us are it, aliens. Yeah. Melissa Doss, uh, worked for Jim Henson. Uh, and was on that. Actually, she was on that uh, show, the Creature uh, Challenge, the Jim Henson Creature uh, Challenge. Yeah. Oh. And she was a finalist on that, and then went to work for the company for a while. And so, anyway, she came in and created that creature, and it was it was a lot of work. But boy, when it came on stage and it got entrance applause, that made it all worthwhile. It's pretty awesome. Know? It was a pretty cool looking thing. And then some of them go a bit minimalist. Like there was one where uh, I thought this was awesome. I thought the writing was probably the best one of the ones that I saw. This, uh, the writing here was, it was just really good. The, the one about the uh, prison warden or the executioner. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, was, that, was, uh, that was phenomenal. Thank that you. That was Thanks. just really good writing. Great the performances script. have to – you know, you're not going loud. You know, it, with theater, it, it, there are inherent challenges that don't lend themselves to things like television because we love explosions on our television. Sure, we love these big yeah. sweeping things with yeah. our science fiction, our science fiction – a friend of mine was arguing 
Fantastic Four. Why don't we do it as a mini series? I said, no, I'm not putting a Jack Kirby image on a TV screen. I'm putting it on a giant screen. Right. And like science fiction often lends itself to that. Right. But some of these plays, uh, they, 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 they pull inward. And like that's one of them. Absolutely. I mean, uh, the beauty of this, I think, is we get to do a lot of different kinds of material because science fiction is actually a pretty big tent. Right. Like you were mentioning earlier, there are a lot of different genres that sort of fit under it, like superheroes fit under right. it, and some um, some horror stuff fits under it, and some just kind of mind-bending stuff. Can you some erotic fiction? Y- yes, yes, that, that's my favorite yeah. part. In that the, as long yeah. as it's in the future, then it's science fiction. <laughs> as long as it's set in 2017, <laughs> science fiction erotica. <laughs> and, exactly. Uh, but that's the great part. We get to do a lot of different kinds of stuff. Some of it is just pure, like, you know, crazy entertainment, and some of it is a little more challenging. Like we mm-hmm. have a really cool play this year called Prayerville that is basically about war. Mm-hmm. It's about the cost of war and it is really challenging and interesting and it just happens to be a war on a planet in the future, but it's the same issues that we face now. And isn't that inherent in like all great science fiction is that it has some form of commentary with us? Um, Jack, how did you get involved? I know you've been involved uh, since the first year, right? Yeah, I, I, well David and I have been known each other since like the early 30s. And, um, and we used to be a roaring circuit together. You guys want to see out, some Cyfest yeah. vaudeville? We came out, uh, we came out in the, during the during the Great Dust Bowl, <laughs> so, you know. The, uh, and then we came out together in a covered wagon. But he, so when David started this, I mean, I I kind of got involved in science fiction with Warehouse 13. That was uh-huh. my first entree into sci-fi. And um, David had uh, come to me with you know ideas for TV series, and they said, well, how about a how about a, a science fiction festival? And and I, I was like, well, go yeah, that sounds cool. And and he really, I mean, he is a magician because he makes this thing happen out of out of out of thin air every mm-hmm. year, and and uh, and it really does, and it's it's taking its toll because he's, <laughs> he's only 22. <laughs> so he's, he's, so, but so David David asked me to direct one of the first ones first year. Sorry, you were gonna you, you no, were, I was gonna say like we have the video proof from last year to see how much he's aged. And yeah, it's, it's like it's like watching a president, sure. right? They get right. gray and they 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 crumble in right. eight yeah, years. The first, they become yeah, the first four years looks fantastic, looks and then all of a sudden they get just like pummeled. Oh, yeah. remember collecting Reagan. But did you end but, up directing one in the first? year? I directed year? one of the yeah. first year that J.P. Nickel wrote, who was one of my writers on Warehouse 13, mm-hmm. and it was a complete coincidence. David didn't know that. I knew JP and and uh, I hear a, 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 a is that me? Yeah, is, is that is the uh, the microphone should, or should I do something? It? Oh, it's the, it's the should I take this off? He's been he's been like like uh, messing I haven't with touched that. it. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm gonna I, I, I haven't, I haven't we'll touched see, anything. I'll, we'll I'll just sit here quietly. Continues. I won't move. I'll speak and only my mouth will move. You know what? Uh, Jack is half robotics. Is that that might be? I have yeah, radio anyway? signals. You, you think okay. you, you think you're kidding? I have a fake knee and a fake yeah, anyway. <laughs> um, and I'm wearing the anyway. So I um. I, I, mean, I did that first year. Last year I was strictly an audience member, and this year David uh, came to me to direct again, and I ended up actually uh, uh, co-adapting this Clive Barker story uh, for uh, one of the one acts. And uh, I, it's, a second, it's my second Clive Barker experience this year, so it's it's uh, that's cool. Yeah, I I, I had bad. to I had to adapt uh, Weave World uh, for the CW, which they didn't end up shooting. Uh, but it's kind of it's it. I'm not sure it, Weave World is a TV show. That's um, a pretty intricate yeah, like, yeah. tapestry you guys are trying to... As it I were. Mean, yeah. And I mean, I, I've been watching Shannara on, on you know, the, the, really? the, the Terry Brooks stuff, uh, the Shannara Chronicles yeah. on MTV, and I've been watching it, and uh, it works. I mean, I think for MTV, you have to start skewing things a little bit towards uh, elves looking longingly into each other's eyes. Yeah, and, 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 <laughs> and they work yeah. out a lot. They've got good yeah, abs. Good and, abs. And, and some major guns. But at the sure. end of the day, you know... Um, 
it's a challenge. Um, we're going to take a quick break to do a station ID here at uh, Z Hollywood. And when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit more with uh, Jack and David about SciFest and I guess the, the, the making of this thing and uh, what to expect this year. I think that's what I want to find out because yeah. I'm definitely going to attend. Uh, hang with us, Geekscapists. We'll be right back here on Z Hollywood. No. All right. No. Oh. Now we're back freedom! here on Geekscape. Freedom! Yes. Um, they hey, our mics, but they will uh, never take our freedom. Uh, we're back, and we're talking to um, Jack and Dave about SciFest 2016. Um, where can they get tickets? Because I know it's at the Acme Theater, and I like just walking up because I'm, an, I'm a Los Angelino. But if somebody comes out from out of town or they want to buy tickets in advance, and this thing does sell out, yeah. where's the best place to find it? At the website. Uh, everything goes to the website now. It's it's totally, you know, we're totally internet folks now. So yeah. it's www.scifestla.com, and that's S-C-I-F-E-S-T-L-A.com. And um, I remember last year seeing uh, like a like a Clive Barker play. Mm-hmm. I, uh, our friend Yuri Lowenthal was in that one. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then there was also a Neil Gaiman play. Like, what, what are some mm-hmm. of the, the writing talents? That well, you guys I'll tell you both. Thank God, uh, we had a happy relationship with both of those writers, and they gave us material again this year. And one of those plays is the Yattering and Jack. Uh-huh. And that coincidence. Speaking of Jack, yeah, uh, was co-adapted by our own Jack Kenny, who's also directing it. Oh, awesome! Uh, so we're and incredibly blessed. And that's the West Craven one. That's, the, that's the Clive Barker one. The Clive Barker one. Yeah. one. Clive and Barker. it's, uh, it's uh, Peter McKenzie, mm-hmm. who plays the uh, white boss on Blackish. Yeah. And Allison Scagliotti from Warehouse 13 yeah. and Stitchers. And uh, 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 Mark Povinelli and uh, Bruno Oliver. It's a great cast. I mean, it's really fun. So you've worked with some of these folks in the past? Uh, I have. I have indeed. I, you know, Get yeah. the band back together. And, and you can Absolutely. actually get tickets for this weekend. We have previews. The opening night for Evening A is May 5th and Evening B is May 12th. Yeah. But we have previews this Saturday and Sunday. I uh, did not know that. Wait, yes. is it like preview as in you get to see parts of no, all no, of the them? No, no, the whole thing. The whole thing. And Here comes a, the cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah. 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 You're like, that, that's a big no, deal but for things the will go wrong. <laughs> things yeah. are going to go wrong. Things are going to go wrong. It's going to be because it's our first nice. time in front of People an audience. People may die, Kenny. Yes. I, all right, I'm in. That's, I'm in. Well, you can't pass up watching someone die live on stage. If, if people die, it's fine. I just don't want any of the comedy to die. <laughs> yeah, thank God. That's as long as people life. laugh. As when they die, that's when great. Die, yeah, what do the audience do? Well, they die funny. Yes. Yes. Like a tear comes out of <laughs> yeah, It's like this Indian, this single. This is the most beautiful. This is what I'm going to remember. Oh, you guys for. remember that commercial? Oh, yeah. yeah. Neither wow. of you were alive. Eagle-eyed Co- uh, Cody? Yeah. yeah. That, well, were either of you alive when it was on? No. I think it aired in 74. I was born in 78. Oh, But the eagle-eyed Cody stuff was... Oh, yeah, my yeah. God. Born talk, in 78. We talk about fictitious characters all the time on this show. I graduated from high school <laughs> in 76. Yeah. Well. That's what we were talking about before with Star Wars. Yeah, if you'd immediately true. got into business, I could have been your son. Hmm. Yeah, if you were a little quicker. No, you could have been my son in 78. I was I was on that side of the fence in 78. You might be my son. You might, you might be like, then you would have been my son. Today you'll be my toy. Yeah. <laughs> have him shaved and taken to my tent. Yeah. I'm a... <laughs> I, 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 I tried. I, I gave it the old college try. <laughs> sure. I mean, yeah. it was a different climate. It was a different right? yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. And you had to test the waters. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yes, exactly. With, with anything I could find. Exactly. And, right. you know. I mean, I have no idea what you're talking about, mom and dad. Stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, was there. So, just talk. I mean, talking about that aspect of it, we talk about sci- science fiction uh, paralleling uh, society, our own existence, et cetera, et cetera. But is there. A place for like uh, gay commentary in science fiction. Uh, what's like the best? There is what, if I'm involved. Yeah, I mean, what, what's like the best <laughs> source of that? There better Cause, be because it feels like it feels like the, the the greater pop culture is just now starting to realize that this is something that 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 
that has an audience. Well, it's interesting because you know Clive you know? Barker is gay, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't. Neil isn't right. No, no, Neil is straight. Right, but um, and Clive Barker, my God, has a, quite a following. And no, I think you know the thing is, um, uh, at least when I grew up, gay, uh, the gay life was very much the outsider, the outcast, the uh, the uh, people looking in. I mean, we were looking into the real society of the normals. Sure. And to a certain extent, geeks are the same way. Geeks are outsiders looking right. in. Not anymore. It's changing. Right. The world is changing, and and I mean, just look at the look at the television landscape. It's it's literally forty percent sci-fi now. Right. Yeah. And so so we're taking over. Cause, yeah. You know, it's it's a you know. At Comic Con this year, they're going to actually integrate the uh, science fiction and fantasy restrooms. Oh, under, really? yeah. They're going to let wow. science. Yeah, they're going to let robots. Are they going to let aliens yeah. use human restrooms yeah. or? Do you have to use the restroom of the planet you were born. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, who? I mean, In North Carolina, you do. You can't talking about like the right. whole North Carolina exactly. controversy. Yeah. Like, exactly. Who's checking that stuff? Yeah. Like honestly, like, hold on a second. Flap. <laughs> no, nope, you know, you're good. I go. want to molest little boys, so I'm going to have my sex changed in order to do it. I don't think anybody. <laughs> Those are just committed individuals. Yeah, that's somebody. That's, that's exactly. some crazy commitment. That's. that's Where's true. the conviction? There was, a, there was yeah. a story about a week ago about some very kind of you know. Solidly built lady with a short haircut. Are you saying fat? I, I would never say <laughs> yeah, that. You can Zopsy. just say, you know what? I'll I'll that. be your translator. Uh, fat. She was booted out of a restroom in North Carolina. A female they, restroom. A female restroom because they thought she was a man. That's so fucked up. But she who's was in neither. there booting people That's out? That's so fucked yeah. up. Somebody, who's in there and who could have taken her? And who doesn't want to look at a penis in, in case she was a man? <laughs> you yeah. like, even if you even if you you know <laughs> you're a chick, you're like yeah. It's like it's like <laughs> if you're a guy. A girl goes in the restroom. You don't care. We're totally working our way towards one restroom. Yeah. That's fine with me. I and grew then, up with one restroom yeah. in my house. It's like, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, we didn't have any problems. Yeah, exactly. I had two sisters and yeah. a mother. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. There has to be a, uh, a a science fiction version of this. Like, I mean, yeah, we should do one next year. We should we do will. a restroom play. That's that a just great seems idea. like oh, we'll do the men's room. Oh, we will. Doesn't, doesn't it just room. seem like like if there's a I'll, scanner I'll or something? Yeah. Like there's yeah, a yeah. scanner or yeah. something, but it's like bodily scanner. Who knows? They have in TSA already. Well, they, I mean, they had it in 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 one of my favorite science fiction movies. Uh, Total Recall. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah Hell yeah. yes. Two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> huh? Get ready for a surprise. <laughs> Open your mind, Quake. I mean, I, I will tell you, one of the things that I actually, coming back to that, one of the things yeah. I love about science fiction in general is since this thing started, I've been sort of bombarded with scripts and ideas for scripts and ideas mm-hmm. for every conceivable thing. And the, the vast array of viewpoints is fantastic. Mm-hmm. One of the things I also love about this festival is because it's science fiction, I have incredible freedom in terms of like diversity and casting. Yeah. It's like, it's kind you of. You do a, anything you want. I kind of can. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, cool. and it's wonderful because I get to include all these people. We have an actor in the festival this year who is an understudy and also plays a small role in one of the shows who, because of an accident, does not have his hands mm. any longer. He has the hooks. Mm-hmm. And I'm so, and this is not a guy who gets to work a lot, you know what I mean? Right. But in the world of science fiction and in a Neil Gaiman story, it fits right in. Wow. Know? It's kind of fantastic. Not only does he get to act, he gets to act in, like, Neil Gaiman words get to come out of his mouth. Yeah. Like, that's incredible. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so got to be the is. brass ring and, for a lot of different it, actors. And we're able to do that in a lot of different areas. We're yeah. able to include a lot of different kinds of actors in these worlds and have it be a completely natural transition. And it's kind of fantastic. I do love that about it. 
But in, and again, in terms of the material, I get all kinds of things now from every perspective. Every what, every. What's the worst thing you've read? Yeah, what's the worst thing? I did send in a script. I mean, the name of the writer and the town they're from. Um, yeah, can you do that? Like um, Kenny wrote something called yeah, Booger yeah, Monster. I, 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 <laughs> it was last I, week. I loved it. I, I loved it. Thanks. Uh, he wrote, I loved it's it. the one that it's came in. Cra- it was in crayon. Did you get it? I did. I did. It was great. It was great. I loved it. It was in splat. No, I wrote it in splatter paint. Okay. I just I just put it on the the spin art thing. That's yeah, my script. Um, as I'm sure Jack knows, uh, the the most painful ones are the <laughs> ones that are uh, the title page says it's a comedy, oh, and no. then you mm, about yeah. a page into it and like it's, it's not. Whoa. It's like someone saying, "Hey yeah. guys, you want to hear this really funny story?" Right. Okay, right. great, right. go right. on. You better yeah. fucking live right. up to right. it. Right. I got yeah. a funny pitch. I got a funny pitch, and you go, "Oh, don't say that." <laughs> Don't, don't don't say that. Don't say I have a. You know. What's anyway. the best approach? I'll just yeah, tell you a story. And yeah. You decide I have whether a pitch. or not what it Listen is. Yeah, Listen to this shit. Here's a pitch. Yeah. I've been in a writer's room for 25 years now, and you know that's the worst way to open up. And you have to have saves too. Are you, you guys to ready a, to laugh? You have to roll say, up the yeah. sleeves. Yeah. You have to pitch. You have to be able to pitch your pitch. And like she says, and that, that's not a hat. That's a lampshade, and or something else. Right. Yeah. Or she says something else that would be equally as funny, but not as unfunny yeah. as that. Keep it open. You have, yeah. You have to have your right. saves. You allow the other writers in the room to find themselves yeah. in your material. And be like, Oh, here we go. Let's let's draw from all the multiple talents. Uh, well, okay. I'm thinking about getting tickets to A, tickets to B. Which, B, which one do you suggest? B, don't, don't forget okay. about B. Okay, a B? is very important, but B. B, you think? Yes. Okay. Well, my play is an evening B, you miserable. All right. Yes, B is, and there's previews this weekend. Saturday night. Yeah. Saturday night is the B preview. This Saturday night is the B preview. Okay, okay. Well, and Sunday Game of night, Thrones. And so Sunday I guess night we'll is go to the Which is, I know is a little weird, but this is SciFest. We do right. things weirdly. Uh, but yeah, Saturday night and Sunday night at 8 p.m. at the Acme. And these are, again, the preview performances. This right. is our first time. First audience. I want to see somebody right. mangled. Audience. You yeah. will, I want to see, see some shit. You'll see some shit. So you, you'll, you'll have there's, a, you, there's a thresher in my play, and someone's going to fall in. Oh, oh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> no, no, and and you, you may have a lot more actors that have no hands afterwards. That is true. <laughs> there's going to be a lot more work. Kenny, if we're talking about this, like, I'm thinking maybe. Coach. Let me in, Coach. I'm ready. to an audition, man. Like, well, what is what does that actor play? The other one that you does can play that like hands. the Clint Howard He's, little kid from from Star Trek. Remember, <laughs> well, like like when Clint Howard was in Star Trek, uh, he played no. that little brain. Th- like, uh, remember Clint Howard when he was in Star Trek? Like you can play like something like that. All right. All right. What do you think? Do a little laugh. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like you remember that laugh that was in that episode? I, I, Clint no, Howard. I that's the, the only thing I remember from the yeah, Clint Howard episode. Yeah, you're like, I remember that one episode. No, he I had this little demonic laugh. No, which started which turned out to just be Clint Howard's laugh. But well, like, I love that. Laugh the Google that is show. exploding right now with yeah. people searching yeah, like Howard stuff. No, Howard, well, this is Geekscape. The audience is like, we oh, know yes, exactly what yeah, you're exactly talking about. Right. Kenny, how do you it. not know this? Right. You are no a, longer allowed to post the show. It's their, phone, it's their phone ring. Yeah. Well, um, we, we are going to pause here for a little bit, but yeah. um, but what, what kind of talent do we get in in B or A or really are there ticket packages for both? Do you get a um, discount if you get both? Uh, you know, sadly, you don't because our ticket price is so low already. We're that practically we of, giving it away. We are practically giving these shows away. Yeah. But it's it's sure easy to buy them online right. at www.sci-festla.com. And you guys have to be in LA. I mean, you know, we only we only live stream Geekscape. We don't. We're not going to live stream the. Thank God that you started with the WWW because yeah, I, so I was. I, people I don't know that. I did. And, yeah. <laughs> I sometimes I forget the WWW. We're giving away our age. And Google, like, you go to the Google and you type the W the HTTP colon backslash forward slash. I'm not quite sure. Kenny, I'm going to start for next year's SciFest. I'm going to start writing a play where they don't put in the WWW. Yeah. No, man. I won't know. They what's start going. a singularity. Oh my god! They start a singularity and it like folds in on it. It's 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 like it's like if you go to Google to Google Google. 
It's, 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 it, it, <laughs> you don't know what it is. I think that holy ends the world. Holy shit. Yeah, you know what? Host the rest of the show. I'm gonna write this down. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, a black hole. I think. I think. Hole. Yeah, I think Google is http forward slash. Geekscape is. Uh, we're gonna uh, uh, reassess the situation here. We're gonna stop here for a uh, Z Hollywood station ID. And when we come back, we're gonna talk a little bit more science fiction. Maybe we'll talk about this last Sunday's Game of Thrones, which I guess is on your oh minds because it was the big thing that happened this weekend. Yeah. But hang with us. Listen to these little sponsored messages, and we'll be right here on Geekscape. So, come back. All right, Geekscapists, we're back. We were just talking about um, Game of Thrones. It uh, premiered the sixth season on uh, Sunday. Hmm. And it seemed like the entire internet was talking about it, building into it. And then it seemed like immediately upon completion of the East Coast feed, the entire internet just gave no shits about the whole spoiler thing. Right. <laughs> well, there weren't any, was, what was the spoiler? Um, I think just that last image of Melisandre yeah, being like, hey, I'm going to take off my amulet, and then, uh, surprise, no, still naked, but old. a thousand N- Naked butt? Old. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> still like hot. Would be. An hour long previously on. It did feel really like it of... had to touch on every single character that was big in season five, and really what I think everybody wanted was is Jon Snow dead? Yeah. What's going right on with Jon Snow? You know what? F you guys. We're not going to answer whether or not he comes back yet, but really I think Bran is the one that I think... Bran and, and Hodor, like we, we didn't kinda, get any of them on season five. Yeah, they kind of they disappeared for a lot of season five. I don't Ooh, think they see, were ever in season five. Were they weren't they? at all. I don't remember. I, like I, the end of season yeah. four it was, so was like long ago. the end of yeah. season four is like they get to the north part of the, they get over the wall and they get attacked by a bunch of skeletons that come out of the ice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they find themselves in like some tree spirit place, and that was it. I said, you know, if I pitched any of that, could you they, imagine? They'd throw me out of the room. Could you imagine? Like, <laughs> if I went and well, this is what this because they well, why? What's the logic? I don't understand. What that, do you think, what... George R. R. Martin? Now that we've caught up and actually surpassed in some areas the books. I think in almost all areas, we've the TV show has surpassed narratively the books. Yeah. Uh, what do you think George R. R. Martin's doing right now? Because <laughs> the criticism is he's not writing. Yeah. Oh, he's obviously not writing, but yeah. he's he's probably spending a lot of of his money and um, yeah. crying at, at the times he's not mm-hmm. buying uh, prostitutes and boats. <laughs> Whoa, George R. R. Martin, big listener of the show. By yeah, the way. yeah. Huge, huge. <laughs> he's like, well, sure you know, huge fan. Did you of see yours. he opened like a he opened like a uh, this weird like rave space museum in in New Mexico that has like fluorescent lights and it's like a multimedia experience. What? And it seems like a museum space. George R. R. Martin started this. Google, we know wait, what, wait, we, what he's it, doing with his money. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay, <laughs> I, I guess that's where the prostitutes yeah. that I fictitiously <laughs> made up yeah. are. Yeah. Uh, that's that's where they. I that's think, where he, they I think he's, currently he's 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 redrawing the wheel, which is. Uh, character names they're they're gonna die if it, the wheel lands on them so, and then yes. like like giant plot twists and he's just, he's just making a flowchart yeah, of like it. yeah and a wheel on happens. each section of the flowchart of if yes I'll do perfect well, well here's We're the thing he's coming to SciFest this weekend <laughs> I, I, I hear well, he's, I hear he's bought I'll tickets tell him I'll tell him right there um but the the thing that he's been doing with the episodes is he gets one episode to write each season and he's been augmenting. The things that he wrote in the book. So, like for instance, the okay. purple wedding, mm-hmm. uh, where the red wedding. It, well, the, the red wedding, wedding? And, and then the purple one is oh, the one the where Joffrey is poisoned. Oh, but is that what it's called? I, I think it was called the purple wedding, the one okay. where Joffrey's poisoned. And in that in that scene, he's killed in a different way than in the book. So he's using uh, this show to kind of augment his writing and do a little bit of rewriting and say, oh, this works in a little bit more of a circular fashion. Uh, 
okay, I did this this way in the books, but that was years ago, and now that I'm re- able to redo it on the TV show, I think this has a little bit more uh, uh, synchronicity with what I'm doing. Okay, let me change it a little bit. So he's been, but now that we're all caught up, what's he gonna do? Is he gonna look at how things were done in the show and then be like, I'll change it for the books a little yeah. bit? Like, it's yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of weird when you're writing something concurrently with a different form of it. What is adapting what now? Are the oh, books just adapting? He's definitely it? The, the the show is definitely writing the books now. I'm sure. Right. I mean, it has to just because yeah. the those characters one, once actors breathe life and breathe life into them and directors and and the other writers, it's bound to affect where his mind goes and he mm-hmm. thinks of these characters. And an actor, you know, whether he would admit it or not, an actor that he finds appealing in a role or characterization that he finds appealing, he might want to write more towards mm-hmm. that because it's been realized in front of him and, as opposed to somebody he doesn't like. Who knows? And, yeah, but yeah, what if he hates it, though, and he write complete, like purposely writes it exact opposite just to screw with everyone that reads both and watches? Well, I remember uh, Robert Kirkman saying that he killed a major character, which I won't say because it was the cliffhanger of this past season of Walking Dead, is Robert Kirkman said that he killed him in the comic books because he, he, was, he realized he was never going to be able to write that character as well as they had done so on television. Mm-hmm. Of course, the popular character of Daryl has never been in the Walking Dead comic book, and there was a rumor that maybe he'd slowly add him to the comic book series. Um, the other thing is, I know that um, Brian Lee O'Malley, and, um, who did the Scott Pilgrim adaptation, uh, the director, um, who's com- I'm completely blanking on, he did Shaun of the Dead. I'm going to Google it. No. Uh, okay. uh, Shane, no. <laughs> you got it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking. Sorry, Geekscapist. I know. You're all yelling at me right now. But, uh, <laughs> but, but, but when they made Scott Pilgrim, they purposely wanted both, uh, both of the, the comic book and Scott Pilgrim. Uh, Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright. Edgar Jesus Wright and Brian, Brian Lee O'Malley were both saying, okay, let's, let's make these distinctly different endings. Yeah. And then when Universal actually tested Scott Pilgrim, they weren't happy with the the audience wasn't happy with that ending that the movie was supposed to have that was different than uh-huh. the comic. The comic hadn't even come out yet. Wow. And they changed it, and they both end up with the same girl at the end of both the movie and the comic. So, <laughs> it's, what are you gonna do? You know, what are you gonna do? It's common. It's common. It's art commenting, commenting on art, commenting on art, commenting on art. Sometimes it comments on life. So that's showbiz. Yeah. If you want art commenting on life, science fiction art commenting on life. www.scifestla.com. There it is. Tickets. And there you go. There it is. This Saturday night's God knows what's going to happen show. David's going to be awesome. How um, little do you prepare for this Saturday yeah. night? Because do you want stuff to go bad, like oh, on no, purpose? No, is that no, part no, of the danger? No, oh, man. No, no. You got that. It sounds the most unison you two have been in. No, no, no. You know what? Don't tie that down just for kicks. It's a big circus with a lot of moving parts. So, in order to get those all in sync, it, we got to like make a few mistakes to kind of figure out what goes okay. where. But uh, it's always fun and very unpredictable the first time we're up in front of an audience. I'll yeah. say that. And you never know what's going to happen. For any actor in any play, the first time you're hearing an audience, you're going to be thrown. We had we had just a few laughs the other day when we were running through it, and I could tell the actors like, oh, shit, this is funny. Huh. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't prepared for that. Someone laughed in the middle of my line. I mean, actually, somebody yelled out, yes! And I'm like, it was like it was almost like. Was well, that's cool. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, somebody yelled out yes when they, when we went over one of the lines, and and I think Bruno went. Well, that's right. The people are going to hear this and they're going to react to it. I have to, we have to prepare ourselves. So there's a level of like organic. Yes. That goes into well, it. Also, is comedy that, is so yeah. audience generated. You know, mm-hmm. audiences tell you what. 
I was always a comic actor. When I was an actor, I was a comedy writer. I hate the process after a certain point. You know, you get it up on its feet, you look at it, and then you want an audience. Yeah. Because you, yeah. okay. you got to know yeah. what – they'll tell me what's working and what's not yeah. working. No, sure. I know and what's I working based off the laugh track on those TV shows. <laughs> yes. That's how I know if something's funny. <laughs> Thanks, and Big I'm not going to have a theory. knob in the audience. I'm not going to have a knob. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> we never used a laugh track on Titus. I don't yeah. know if you – Yeah, for, for the Michael Titus show. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. Uh, what's his Christopher name? Titus. Christopher Titus. Oh, there was another Titus. No, show. no. Chris, Christopher Titus, who was also in Elephant Titus. Killer no. Clowns from Outer Space. Elephant <laughs> Titus. You know, yes, he was in Killer Clowns. Yes, he you can, was. If you blink oh, and yeah. miss it. Is he really? Yeah, he's, he's walking in the parking lot. Favorite of, horror movie when I was Killer like three. <laughs> um, so so on young. Titus, you guys never had a no, laugh track. No, I mean, you have to, with every show, you have to sweeten. And by that, they mean if you're using one take from one pass and another take from another pass, you have to do something to blend those laughs. Yeah. Otherwise, it, it, it'll jump and be very jarring to listen to because laughs will be different. So you they sweeten a little bit to smooth it out. Sure. But we never added laughs because we always shot Titus in 30 minutes. We shot the whole show in front of the audience in 30 minutes. And then you do a second one. And then we did another round. Right. Uh, but most shows don't do that. They take two or three hours to shoot them, but we were able to do it in, in 30 minutes because it always happened on one set. And you just bring uh, in a new studio audience for yeah, the no, second one. No, yeah, no, we give them pizza. <laughs> Give pizza, maybe some beer. Yeah, and pizza then, and a drink, and they're like, "Yeah, the second episode's even funny." <laughs> you imagine? Yeah, that's right, baby. That's awesome. Just be like, oh, "What you guys just watched? You're gonna watch again?" Yeah, that's right. Except a little drunker. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And now you really have to pee. <laughs> so, and you can only pee. In. You pay for the bathroom by laughing. Drink down that <laughs> bottle because you're gonna be using it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? Um, so and yes, I have. Also, the great part of it yeah. too is. Unlike, I mean, I love working on TV. It's sure. great. I really do love it. I love what you can do on a TV show or in a movie. But stage is this whole different thing. It's like a concert. Like yeah. it, it's never quite the same any two nights in a row. And, yeah. and you're always working with that group of people that are watching it. And it's it's just it's an amazing experience to be yeah. up there actually making it happen. As it is an, an amazing experience to be present when that art is actually made, as mm -hmm. opposed to that art being watching a film of that art that was made somewhere else. Just to be present at the moment of creation is really exciting. It's really yeah. a cool thing to watch it happen. Is there um like what are the the big performances? You know, we mentioned that Yuri and uh, some of our old yeah. friends were in the show this week. Uh, uh, I'm going to use year. my cheat sheet. I'm going to yeah, glance go down it, every once it. in a while. But uh, D Wallace, okay. the mom from ET, yeah. uh, has a segment in the show that we had to tape because she's a very busy lady making movies. But it's she is uh, part of one of the cast members. She's an, uh, a character that appears only on this screen, but she also is coming to the festival to read one of the short stories. We have a short story competition and she's reading in that live oh, cool. on stage. Oh, cool. Uh, and we... God, no, 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 no. Uh, Tim Russ is back this year from cool. Star Trek mm -hmm. uh, Voyager. Uh, Azita, I'm going to say her last name carefully, <laughs> Ganenzada from uh, Alphas okay. in ah. the show. She's an amazing actress. Uh, who else? Jonathan Slavin from Dr. Ken, if you know that show. Yeah. Hilarious, hilarious. It's funny. Uh, Nelson Asensio from Mad TV and The Hunger Games. Um, Amber Montana from The Haunted Hathaways from the Nickelodeon show. Oh, really? Everybody's a kid who grew up with that show. Uh, Heather no. is now at the ripe old age of 17. Wow. Uh, and is appearing in one of the shows with us. Uh, Peter McKenzie, who Jack mentioned from Blackish. Uh, and Allison, of course, from uh, Warehouse and also from Stitchers. And uh, and then, like I said, the, uh, one of the other, this is like the, in terms of the writing talent, in addition to Neil Gaiman and Mr. Kenny here and Clive Barker. Out of the blue, for anybody from who remembers the 70s and 80s, there was a really amazing singer uh, and songwriter, Janice Ian, from that time. And those of us who grew up at that time remember her and her songs. Like she a folk wrote singer? About, 
Well, she was actually a, kind of a pop singer at that oh, really? time. All her stuff was kind of folky. Like Tiffany? Uh, no, not like, not like <laughs> Tiffany, exactly. There was nothing like Tiffany thing. in the she wrote this really huge song called At 17. Uh-huh. And uh, it turns out she's also a science fiction writer. What? She gave us one of her short stories, which we adapted into this beautiful play called Prayerville. Uh-huh. And so Janice is uh, kind the of war wild card. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But okay. It's beautiful. It's just an amazing. Still play. doing the folk singer thing. It's yeah, like no yeah. war, putting some put, putting flowers inside of guns. Like That's still right. kind of exactly. doing that same Make thing. Love, not exactly. War. Keep the dream alive. And when we come back, I think we got to go in a second here. But when we come back, I'd love to talk about the screenplay okay. program and the short films we're showing. All right, um, guys, I'm loving this. I'm definitely going to attend uh, SciFest LA, and um, I'm excited. I, you know, this may be your last year to to see this because Dave is. Working himself falling down apart. to the bone on this thing. falling apart. <laughs> but for sure, if you're the in memorial, LA, David Botrell, <laughs> SciFest next year. If you're in LA and uh, you see yourself in LA in May, come get tickets and, and, and watch the show. Uh, we'll be right back to talk about it. We're going to take a little break here on Z Hollywood and uh, stick with us. All right? Kenny will be here when we get back. Maybe. Hey, Geekscape. We're back here on Geekscape. And, you know, the show's running, you know, we're, we're getting close to the end of the show. But if there's one <laughs> thing that you. Uh, Walk away with it's that if you're in LA here in May, come see SciFest LA. Guys, I, I'm I'm not being facetious. I had a lot of fun last year, and I even learned a little bit about myself and each other. Um, no, but I, I really think that some of those plays were really well written and really well done. Um, were there any breakouts maybe from from year one that that now today we're like, well, you're talking about all this talent, and we know the name talent, but. Like, whatever came of those plays from year one? Do they just do SciFest and then die? Like, what happens to these things after they leave SciFest and you guys give them a platform? Well, you know what? When I first had this idea, one of the first things I thought was, this is a great incubator. It's a great tent out of which things can move and go to other forms of media. And uh, one of the film, or sorry, one of the uh, shorts from the first year, one of the short plays, has now become a short film called Future Boyfriend that just killed it at the Tribeca Film Festival. This past wow. weekend or the weekend before, like Tribeca mm. just ended. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh wow, it's called Emily, Future Boyfriend. Emily Bell and Ron Morehouse were in the movie, and it was written by Vincent. Uh, I'll look it up. I can sure. find it. it sure. Well, that was, yeah, it was too fast go to Google me. to Google uh, the and Google. Directed by yeah. Ben Rock, uh-huh. uh, who also does a lot of design work for us, but it it just it killed, and so we're really excited about that, and hopefully that's. More of that's going to be happening. Plus, a couple of the projects are now in some form of development to be films, mm-hmm. which is really cool. That's crazy. It is. And we also, I think I told you, we started this short story contest. And we're now publishing those short stories, which is kind of cool, and selling them at the festival in this huh. book, this beautifully illustrated book that has all this work from all these amazing comic book artists in it. It's really kind of becoming something. Turning into a little brand here. Well, it's, it's turning into a brand, but it's also turning into this kind of wellspring for new material, mm-hmm. which is kind of exciting for us. And part of part of that is to sort of let the festival sort of organically become what it's going to become. It started out as just stage shows, and it's turning into something else now. Right. So we're we're showing Future Boyfriend. We're also showing some other sci-fi shorts at the festival this year. Oh, cool. And, and we have this program called Green Screen, where we're now doing these readings of sci-fi-themed screenplays. Whoa. Okay. Um, that are all kind of innovative, a little out-of-the-box kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And one of the ones we're doing is one called um, The Pilot. These by, are short screenplays? or No, they're long, feature screenplays. Screen wow. Yeah. And uh, one of them is by a guy named James Darling. It's called The Pilot, and it's about Gene Roddenberry and his struggle to get that Star Trek on the air. Wow. And and having exited that show thinking that it was cool. a failure at the end. That's yeah. really but cool. It, but it's all about his personal life and his, which was very complicated. And, and when you when you find out about all the women he was involved in, two of which wound up 
on the show mm-hmm. working mm-hmm. together every week. Uh, it's pretty interesting. And uh, it's a this pretty interesting This how you get into story. television? You know what? That's such a good idea for a movie is like, what? Was Gene Roddenberry's story trying to get? I, actually, I actually think somebody is doing. Yeah, that. they should because it's the era of like the fifties and sixties is so rich yeah. visually, and then to add this I this mean, the, kind of drama behind the scenes stuff. It the point is, awesome. if you're coming to L.A. in May, get a hotel yeah. near the Acme Theater, and you can come and see all of these things. Yeah, you can just spend your whole visit. I mean, fuck Grauman's. Who's we've all seen the footprints. Who blah, blah blah blah. Yeah. <laughs> Fest. So I, can I say fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, fuck yeah. no. And guys, uh, it was you, written you, you by A. Yeah. Vincent Ularich. Thank you. Ularich. And Thank he wrote you. the the play and the he wrote, he wrote the play, play and and I think I the screenplay. The screenplay wow. Well. Yeah. That's cool. Did they, I mean, did they, you saw the short? Did it expand or or like in what ways did they work around the, uh, the original much, theatrical adaptation? Uh, they did a this? beautiful job because yeah. part of that story is about um, what happened in the past, or I should say in the future, right? What happened in the future? He comes back to the present. So they're jumping. They're jumping decades. Okay. And in the in the film, obviously, they they make that visual jump. Up and they do flashbacks, which they weren't able to do on stage. That's cool. But it's really beautifully done. It's so funny, and so and the two leads are absolutely charming, man. They're just beautiful. Mm-hmm. So I was really thrilled by it. But yeah, That's a awesome. lot of stuff is sort of on its way to becoming something else. They give you a producer credit on this thing. Um, you know, I, what's going I, on I, here? I was not a producer on the film, and so I can't take that. We credit. Gotta, um, but we're mm. being credited in the credits as it having originated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, let's, let's get your people on the phone. I, I'm not cool oh. with this. If, let's, if, if I can sell it as a TV show. David will be on staff. There we go. There we go. I can guarantee that. Yeah, but they're gonna, you know what? But they're gonna make you play like a bedpan or something. No, come on, guys. Come on. If I can sell it as a TV show, you heard that part, right? I did hear that part because that's like a that if is like. Forty Easy. Time. All no, I'm no, saying, sure, no, 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 things no, no, are sold yeah. all the time. This guy, yeah. I sold this six guy, shows while I was sitting here. Yeah. This guy is bringing you some inexpensive content, and all of a sudden, you, these people are using them as a, a stepping stone or a bedpan. Not you, fair. You, you said bedpan. Not right. <laughs> Bedpan's fine, but you but you you stop at stepping stone. This is SciFest LA. This man made it. Okay. It's true. You you'd be nowhere without him. No I'm kidding. <laughs> so uh, so they they gave you the award from Tribeca. Say it again. I'm kidding. I'm, yeah. messing with, I'm messing with you. It's like, hey, we heard you on Geekscape. That guy's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making fun, okay? If you're if you're uh, doing something good for people, I think that you've done a very good thing on this on this planet. And uh, and, and, I, and I think it's cool. That David this has is, created an amazing yeah. thing here in LA. I mean, it's I, I know it's, it's taken its toll and it'll put him in his grave. But it's, <laughs> he's he's yeah, created. I'll this, be remembered. That's I can't right. wait until you're a prop. This, I can't wait until uh, your I'll corpse is a prop. I mean, you know, how many it, film festivals are there? There's, yeah. there's a thousand film festivals now. There's no play festivals. Right. And there's I don't know of another well, no, of a single other ones. science fiction play festival ever. But certainly not in L.A. And and uh, even I heard the one in London was no good. I heard it sucked because <laughs> they apparently they you know did the wrong stuff and they spelled it L O U. No, yeah, weird colors over there. Uh, yeah, right. And there's something else we're doing too because it's not actually just about plays anymore. It's about content. Yeah, you're right. And uh, like in these short story things, we do this thing that I, I absolutely love, which is called the Tomorrow Prize, which uh-huh. I may have talked about last year. I don't remember, but it is a competition for L.A. high school students yeah, to write a 1,500 word science fiction short story. And uh, we now have a sponsor for that, like a, a corporate sponsor, and we're able to give away uh, to the winner a small scholarship. Cool. Whoa. So uh, a dollar from every ticket sold at the festival goes to this grant that we give to the winner's high school science department. Cool. That's and pretty so awesome. Every year we're trying to do a little bit of good out there in the world because it's important, especially for the next generation of people, to be thinking about and writing about and conceptualizing their future. And and let me add too, if you can't come to LA and see SciFest, you can still donate at the same <laughs> right. website. 
any amount of money will be will be helpful and useful for us. So please visit uh, SciFestLA.com with a that dash. Is uh, very kind of Jack to say because we are not Comic Con. Right. We are no, my God, no. We need you. And on the website, people can still find can also find information about submitting their own material, right? Of course, yes. yeah. Cool. Right. Uh, uh, we, we are not cr- like we are doing the festival right now, right. so submissions will open after this festival is open. So probably this summer will be sure. open for submissions. If um if someone wants to go to the the, the plays, like what time block like on uh, for for the weekend, like how how long? Sure, uh, we're someone uh, set aside for it. Uh, we're there. The shows run Thursday through Saturday mm-hmm. at eight o'clock, and then uh, at on Sunday it's at three p.m. Sure. The show the show is probably about. Two hours long, I, I think would say. At most, yeah, yeah at the well, most. All the scripts—they're all pretty short. That's the beauty yeah. of it—is they're like these kind of mini Twilight Zones live on stage with all nice. these really cool actors and really well designed. I didn't see one that stunk last year, but if there is, just chill out. There's going to be another one in 15 minutes. Just relax. <laughs> all right. That's but, our slogan. No, I, I did not find one. I, I enjoyed it. Yep. I enjoyed all five plays last year, uh, which surprises me because again, when you go in and there's like a, a, a grab bag of—I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. And I ended up liking all five of them for various reasons. Great. Well, come and see uh, all ten. Cool. That'd be cool. All right. You guys are running till the 30th. Yeah. So I think I'll, I'll have my chance. Um, guys, it's been awesome having oh, you on the show. You, you know what, D- Dave? we got to have you on for, for your acting work, too. Okay, and great. For the, you know, when you're not looking so fatigued. <laughs> you know, not <laughs> to say you. you don't look great. Thank it's you. always awesome seeing you, but you don't look great, but you look worse. You, you just look like a tired version of your handsome self. Thank you. Thank you very much. You know? I, I'll, I'll be back soon. I'll be back to my old self. Any day now. And of course, Jack, uh, we got to have you back because you I would know, love to come we back. talked about SciFest, but you know, you you've been working in TV for 25 plus years. You you you've yeah. been in so involved in some of our favorite shows, like, and you've I, got opinions about more of them. I do. I have lots. So we got to have you on the <laughs> show, brother. And some of them are funny. That'd be awesome. Um, and Kenny, you you want to co-host next week? Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, you guys, guys do it. I'll, I'll, I'm telling you, halfway through the show each week, I'm thinking like this is gonna be my last show, but. Yeah. Kenny I'm, wants to come back, so I'll be here. I just got to keep that kid off the streets, okay? Or else he'll get it up to no good. Right. So, Geekscapists, we're going to be here next week, I guess, here on Z Hollywood. Uh, keep, tell your friends about us. If you need any more Geekscape, we're at geekscape.net, and we're at uh, Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and all that stuff. So, type in Geekscape, find it, and uh, and, and be a part of it. Uh, as always, we love you guys, and we'll be here next week. Uh, and check out SciFest LA, okay, guys? Google that. All right? <laughs> Live long and prosper, I guess.